Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So good to be with you this evening. I'm your host, Jason Swain, right here at 991 The Sports Animal, joined by Brent Hubs of VolQuest.com. Tennessee Prime is brought to you by Gus's world-famous fried chicken. We thank you for joining us this evening. We got a great show planned for you today with two uh, awesome players, two starters on the defensive end of uh, the football. Uh, but first, Hubs, man, let's preview uh, this game or review this game and preview the Mizzou game, but we'll review what happened last week there uh, in Athens, Georgia, uh, as Tennessee falls to Georgia. How are you doing this evening? I'm good, Jason. Hope you're well. Yeah, you know, tough day, tough day for Tennessee, obviously. And I thought Alex Golish on Tuesday when he met the media kind of summed it up best. And and that was give Georgia a ton of credit. Uh, they they played well. Um, they were the better team for 60 minutes on Saturday and and went out and won the football game. And Tennessee didn't do enough to to help themselves to give themselves a chance to win the football game. Um, I, I think I think the bottom line after. Uh, re-watching it on Sunday and kind of diving back through it. Um, I don't think it was the blowout that, that some people nationally want to, want to indicate it was, or that Tennessee was dominated the way that, that some people want to indicate or, or act like it was. Um, but obviously Tennessee didn't play well and, and their self-inflicted wounds made that a game that um, wasn't, wasn't a close game in the second half could have very easily been a one possession game at the half without too much difficulty, Jason. But when you jump off sides eight times and you miss a couple of deep shots and you give up three chunk plays in the first quarter, you put yourself behind an eight ball that, that makes it really hard to come back from. So um, tough day for Tennessee, learn a lot of learning lessons and, and we'll see how this team responds from it moving forward. George is a better football team than I thought. They, and they played really well. Uh, I knew they were good, but, but they had not played like that. Um, in my opinion, and, and they were ready to play, and, and they rose to the occasion and played extremely well. Well, I think that's why uh, a lot of people picked Tennessee to win because Georgia had not proven that they can play at that level. Well, they we know now they can play at that level, and they did that um, Saturday with the crowd behind them. So can Georgia play this way moving forward or this way in a neutral site setting? We will see, but for Tennessee – uh, there was an opportunity to control your own destiny there in the East and uh, did not work out the way you wanted to, but there's a lot of football to be played. Uh, and leadership is going to have to stand up. Uh, whenever there's adversity, the real leaders are, are counted on to step up. Um, I remember when Tim Tebow lost to Ole Miss years ago in an infamous speech in the locker room about not losing another game, and they went on to win a national championship. But Tennessee has an opportunity. Hubs with uh, a great leader in Hendon Hooker and several other guys on this football team that take pride uh, in that power tee and take pride uh, in playing football the right way. And they didn't do that on Saturday. So here's the great thing about SEC football is you have opportunity to play another opponent uh, inside your, your conference in seven days and go out there uh, and do a better job. And I fully anticipate Tennessee doing that 
um, this weekend against Mizzou at home at 12 o'clock. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what you expect because there's so much for them to play for, Jason. There's no reason for them not to. Um, their season is not lost. One of their goals is is evaporated, and that's going to Atlanta for the SEC championship game. Uh, but, but you know, there's still plenty in front of them. And, and the one thing that I think fans have to remind themselves of, because Tennessee's not been here, you know, that arena, to be in that arena is hard, right? I mean, you, you know, it, it's it, you're going to play in those type of magnitude games um, you know, those are hard games to win. And, and I think when you're, when you see it and you, and you watch it and you, and you, you, you're immersed in one of those games in the stands or in the stadium, you, you get a, you get a real, you get a much better feel for the magnitude of how hard those things are. And, um, you know, that's a credit to the teams like Alabama through the years and the consistency that they played with Jason. But, but those, I mean, those are truly toss up games. And if you don't play your best, you're, you're not going to win. You can't just roll the ball out there and, and beat a team like that. And, and I think that's a great lesson for Tennessee to learn and, and one they should come back with this week and uh, be ready to go against a Missouri team that has some challenges but but's playing hard. And um, there, there's just too much for Tennessee still out there for them, uh, in my opinion, for, for this team not to bounce back and ready, be ready to go on Saturday. I, I just I would be dumbfounded if this team's not ready to play Saturday afternoon. I agree. And from a big picture standpoint, <laughs> this program is, is two years ahead, in my opinion, just looking at this season, um, looking at what this coaching staff inherited last year and all the players that left this program, I fully thought this was going to be a, a four-year project before we are to this point that we are right now. And Tennessee is in prime position <laughs> to go 11-1 and in the regular season and Josh Heifel's second second season. So you have to look at the entire body of work, big picture, uh, not get caught up too much in, you know, the, the moment um, and looking at what happened on Saturday. As much as I wanted to win, as much as everyone wanted to win, who, who cares about Tennessee, you have to put things in perspective. This is year two of Josh Heifel. <laughs> and this team has a chance to go 11-1 and one and still – make the college football playoff and it worse go to the sugar bowl. Like this is, this is unheard of. So it's a testament to the staff, our players for buying in, putting that work in. Uh, this is, this is one um, road or speed bump that you got to get over and it's Tuesday. So they've already had a couple days on the practice field to correct mistakes, uh, a couple days to put in whatever game plan you're going to put in for Mizzou offensively, defensively, and on special teams. Now it's about going out there uh, and playing this Saturday. And uh, like you said, I fully um, expect these guys to go out there and, and play extremely, extremely well. So um, we're going to be joined in our next segment by Brandon Turnage, uh, defensive back. We're also going to be joined by Tamarion McDonald, defensive back. Two guys uh, on the defensive end um, that uh, I think have been playing some really good football uh, as of late. Good to see Brandon Turnage. You know, in the lineup, making plays. I uh, saw him last year, uh, Hubs, when he filled in for Theo Jackson against South Carolina and messed around and and, and scored a triple-double, like the rap song said. Uh, he messed around and got SEC Player of the Week when he was filling in, Hubs. I mean, my goodness, how, how great can you uh, be to fill in and, and, and get those type of accolades? So we'll be joined by Brandon Turrence um, next segment and then Tamarion McDonald that always – likes to hit. doesn't matter who it is. It could be his own teammate. It could be somebody else 
wearing the opposing color, but uh, two guys that mean a lot to this defense. Yeah, and and a defense that I think is 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 over their improvements probably been overshadowed a little bit because of uh, what they've done offensively and the way Jalen Hyatt, Hendon Hooker have played, and they deserve every accolade that they have gotten. But when you look at the four common opponents, and then we got to get a break here, but when you look at the four common opponents in the SEC from last year to this year, they've cut in half the amount of rushing yards given up. It was nearly 1,000 yards to the four common opponents a year ago, which is Georgia, Kentucky, um, Florida, and Alabama. And, and, and this year it's, it's less than 500 yards surrendered to those four teams. And that's a stark improvement for Tim Banks' group in, in year two, and, and I think it's a defense that's getting better. They had – they had probably three bad plays on Saturday, maybe four that cost them dearly. But but overall, this is a defense that continues to grow and continues to get better. So look forward to catching up to those guys, talking a little ball. Uh, we'll get an update on kind of where the mindset is of everybody, and then we'll talk to them a little bit about life as a football player and what life's been like for those guys this fall because it's been obviously a crazy run for this football team that a lot of people didn't see coming. Look forward to being visited, joined by those guys. We'll also update everybody on the playoff standings when those come out a little bit later in this hour as well. So you can stay where you're at. We'll give you that as soon as it breaks and uh, let you catch up with these two guys as well. Should be a lot of fun. Let's do it. Let's do it. Looking forward to talking uh, to, to, to these two ballers. We'll take our first break here on 991D Sports Animal. Also, VolQuest.com's YouTube page, part of the On3 uh, network. Brent Hubs of VolQuest.com. Jason Swain here with you. 991D Sports Animal. Tennessee Prime is brought to you by Gus's world-famous fried chicken. Stay with us. When we come back, we'll be joined by Samaria McDonald, also Brandon Turnage. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everyone. Tennessee Prime is brought to you by Gus's world-famous fried chicken. Get by there. Get the catfish. Get the coleslaw, the fries, the mac and cheese. Oh, my goodness. The, the wings, the thighs. World-famous recipe there at Gus's fried chicken. Brent Hubs, VolQuest.com. I'm Jason Swain here, 991D Sports Animal. Good to be with you this evening. And joining us, Brandon Turnage. Marion McDonald. Guys, thank you for being part of the show this evening. How y'all doing? I'm doing good. No problem. How you doing? There's my, there's my man. There's my man, Brandon good. McDonald. What's up, guys? How you uh, doing, Brandon? We got to get Brandon's audio going. We'll get we'll get him going here in just a second. Trey, I'll get you taken care of there. Uh, we'll start with Tamarian and, and – um, Tamir, just everybody wants to know kind of where this team's mindset is. And, and Saturday was obviously a, 
a tough day, a disappointing day for you guys. Um, how quickly do you turn the page? Kind of, kind of walk everybody through the, the the 48 hours after that thing, getting back to work on the practice field and, and turning the page to the next team. How how challenging was that, and and how do you go about doing that? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, of course, the loss hurt it. Uh, you can't dwell on it all week, though. So after Friday, Sunday, you can't. Monday, you still can't be thinking about the loss because we got another team to play the following week. So I feel like the team did a good job. We had a good practice today. We did a good job of um, everybody. I, I feel like I seen a hurt on everybody, but it's not carrying on into how we've been preparing for Mizzou. So we're doing good. Yeah. Brandon, it looks like we we got you with us. Uh, Brent asked McDonald about you know turning that page forty eight hours after you know the tough game against Georgia. Uh, how did you process that that game, and, and how are you looking to turn that page? Uh, yeah, kind of like T Mac said, you know, it was kind of it was kind of a little tough on everybody, but you know we can't stay in that chapter forever. So I feel like everybody came out today and practicing attack today. Feel me? I feel like everybody pretty much put it behind them, but kept it on their shoulders. So um, I feel like um, this upcoming week is going to be a good one, a great one. I, I got to ask you this, uh, Tamarion. When you hear the phrase, respect the haven, what comes to mind? Uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of pain. Uh, Coach Salisbury, blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, just a lot of that brotherhood, brotherhood. So, yeah. For, for those I who know don't, Salisbury very well. Yeah. yeah for those for those who don't know Jason, what what and, and Tamari, what is for for those who aren't from Memphis and Whitehaven, what 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 does that mean? What 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 where did that come from? What does it stem from? Respect the Haven. Uh, we the, we the powerhouse of Memphis. Everybody everybody scared of the Haven. They when we on when we next on the schedule, they know it's time to play. So yeah, know it's know it's know it's time to play for 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 both of you guys. The, the 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 challenges of of earning your spot, you know, I mean, of I mean, Brandon, you came in as transfer, obviously looking to to come in and make a big impact right away. Um, you've had to earn, you know, you've had to earn your way through. Uh, I'm sure at times it's been difficult, and and you know, a lot of work to be put in there. To Marion, you earned your way through special teams. Um, men, mentally, how do you go about that? How do you go about that, To Marion? I mean, you, I'm sure you felt like you were ready to, to play more than special teams the last couple of years. How did you stay kind of focused the way you needed to to put yourself in the position you're in right now? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I just always, like, even when I went playing, I you would thought I, I would have been playing on a Saturday. I prepared that way all week. So it really was it, – it was, it, I wasn't – I didn't get frustrated. I just learned. Like, I just took it as an advantage to learn as much as I can from the guys that's playing. And I mean, it, it paid off. I didn't really think it not wasn't a jealous, or it was more of a like just learn what you can from these guys. They've been doing it longer than you, so just learn really. So when my time come, it'll show. You, you know, I, I think the other thing too, Tamarian, that's interesting about your story when you look at it is most guys don't go kind of in reverse. I think you were. At at Whitehaven, you were a lot of in the box, downhill in the run, kind of almost playing outside linebacker in, in that defense for Coach Salisbury. Then you go at the college level, and you're back playing in space. Most guys go the different direction, right? You you grow from safety into linebacker, or a linebacker grows into an edge rusher. 
you kind of went backwards, which is really hard, I think, to do athletically. How did you become a good space player when the level of competition went up, when that wasn't your forte coming out of high school? Uh, it, it was a challenge when I first got here, so I had to work at it. But I always had, like, that speed. I always had the speed to do it. It was just actually being in the space. So it, I had to work on it a lot. It didn't come easy. But I it was I felt like uh, I was strong enough in high school to do that, too. So I guess that's why they – like, in high school, we'll be in one – we'll be in cover three. I'll be at end. If we got a cover two, I'll back all the way up to safety. So it was crazy. I mean, it's fun. Terrence, sir, Terrence, you you're, you're a guy, man, that played multiple multiple positions. Um, and since you've been here, you've been highlighted as you know SEC Player of the Week uh, last year in the South Carolina game, and now you, you're playing corner. How has uh, your experience playing multiple positions you feel like helped helped your game and uh, been able to help this this defense? Um, well, first off, it helps from, you know, it's always good to know what the person beside you got to do because it kind of it can kind of help you know where to leverage the ball, you know, know where we need help, like know what part of the field might not be covered and stuff like that. So I feel like it helped in that aspect. And also like um, like being able to do that is helped me like be able to help others. You know what I'm saying? Like another guy might not know this or that. You feel me? Or might not know where his help is. So you feel me? It kind of give me a little leverage to be able to help and communicate with others. You, you see on the screen there, the, the second uh, polls out for the college football rankings. You guys were number one a week ago, fall to number five. You're the, you're the first team out right now. Um, do you guys pay attention to that stuff at all? I mean, did, did you get caught up knowing – about number one a whole lot. I mean, did you watch it last Tuesday night? Did you pay attention to it? Were you looking forward to seeing where you were tonight? Or is that something more at this point of the season? You guys just kind of tunnel vision some of that stuff out. Brandon, I'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like last week or whenever it came out, I, I didn't even watch it. And tonight, I didn't even know this was coming out. You know, we pretty much don't. We A lot of us don't pay attention to stuff like this. Tamarian, what about you? Uh, yeah, I really don't pay attention to it either. I feel like uh, the team practice the same every day, regardless of you know where we ranked it. What's what's the challenge this weekend? You know, playing playing Mizzou. What have you guys seen on film so far from those guys in the last last year? Uh, whew, put it on them last year, so you know yeah. they want to come down here and make sure that don't happen again. But what have you guys seen from them on film? Well, I say, first off, you asked what the challenge was. The challenge is, you know, just playing better than we played last week, you know, and, like, correcting ourselves and picking up, you know, what we left off before the Georgia game, getting back to that standard, feel me, and playing hard and coming out and communicating like we always do. For real. I feel like we just got to um, focus on ourselves. It's a, they're a good team. They try to uh, move you with a lot of emotions, mess with your eyes a little bit, but I feel like we focus on ourselves and do what we supposed to do. We'll come out victorious. Is it a, so? It's a more of a challenge pre-stamp, Marion. I mean, because I, I know Coach Drinkwitz does like to motion and shift, and I guess what they call eye candy or whatever. Is it one of those right. things that you, you got to be careful not to get misaligned before the ball snap? Because once it snaps, you know, you kind of know what you're kind of. It, maybe it's not the. I mean, it's That's a right. challenge, but it's, it's not anything mostly, unorthodox. Yeah, it's mostly a uh, pre-snap, but they'll do like some. 
some wide behind the balls or tight end going back to the field on on the uh, on the snap, but it's mostly post snap. When you have a, a game like you had this this past weekend, uh, you had some adversity. This is the first time you really had some adversity. Uh, who are some of the, the guys on the team that stepped up and been vocal, uh, leading and making sure that you, know, you guys don't experience that again? Certainly, uh, you certainly feel like you could have played better, could have won, uh, but it, you know what happened happened. How do you make sure that doesn't happen again? And who have been some of the guys that have uh, been vocal, in making sure that everyone's mind in the right place? Uh, I say, uh, I feel like we've got guys that we got leaders at every position, and those leaders, those. Go ahead, Tamarian. Uh, yeah, I say, uh, Hendon, of course, uh, before practice, after practice, he always just try to tell everybody to do the right thing, no matter what, what's going on. Uh, you got Tank, Jalen McCullough, you got Trey Flowers. Them just stand on us about, like, don't let up, keep going. Like, no matter what, uh, the outside noise was going on. We got one loss, so what? Like, just keep going, basically. McDonald, when you first came in as a freshman, who, who were some of the guys that you kind of, you know, watched how they handled themselves, conducted their business, uh, made plays on the field? Uh, it's really important to have that big brother type. Uh, that model type. Who was that? Who was that player for you, man? When you first came in as a freshman, uh, I say Theo. Theo, really, since I came in and until he left, like I just I asked Theo like so many questions. I asked some more questions than I did the coaches. I, I was just always on the side of him because like he knew every defense. Like even in the bowl game last year, we was down a few corners. He had to go play corner for us and. So that just shows you like how how smart he is, how well he knows the defense. So that, that was the one guy that I stayed beside. To, to Mary, what's the biggest challenge of playing the star position? I mean, what what's the compared to corner or compared to safety? What what's the what's the biggest difference in, in playing that nickelback position in, in Tim Banks's defense? Uh, I, I say you're involved in about every play. So if you're not involved in the pass game in this play, you most likely gonna be in the run fit. You gotta know, you gotta know the fronts. You gotta know the gaps just as well as the mic and the wheel do. So yeah, it's a lot. But I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was talking about the star position. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you were there. You were there for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was so different for me because you know I, I was only playing like really corner at my old school and came here had to play star. That was that was a, a crazy transition. How much? How much did it help you for this year, though? I mean, Brandon, to understand oh, yeah. what other like, guys are doing now. Me in the ways that I explained earlier, you know, like being able to like know the defense because if you're the star, you got to know everything. You got to know what everybody got to do. The front, you got to know what everything. Means. It ain't too much that you can't know. That you can't not know. <laughs> Brandon, what what did you learn? Um, we got to get – what did you learn last year? I know you got the one play – you got to play star in the South Carolina game. But what did you – kind of what did you learn from last year to help you get yourself now that you've been in the lineup it, to stay in the lineup now? What what did you take from last year's experience and apply it to this year's experience when you got your first real opportunity to make sure you built off that opportunity and it wasn't just kind of a one-off, if you will? Um, really just – 
trying to be more smart, you know, trying to watch more film, dial in. Because I, I feel like the more film you watch, the more confidence you can play. Um, the more, like, more you will recognize, you know, like just from film study and stuff like that. And just trying to be consistent, trying to um, do everything the right way, trying to develop good habits. I hate to kind of bring up the, the past here because, you know, you guys have played multiple games since then. But, Brandon, I ain't talked to you in, in a while. So I'm going to ask you uh, this. The win against Alabama, uh, you, you played there last year at Alabama. I thought it was really cool that some of your old teammates there, you know, knew, you know, knew your daughter, you had your daughter up right there around. Right. Um, that's when relationships matter more than playing a game. Um, how special was that win at home against Alabama and some of your old teammates? Man, it was real special. I know because last year I got, I got a mouthful. This year I let I, I cut them some slack. This year I cut them some slack because I know they were they were feeling it. So hey, I just let it slide. But it felt great, though. It felt great. That's good. That's good. That's good. It's hard to go against your old teammates, man. That's kind of weird to you know transfer Actually, and go against your old teammate. That's weird. Still got it right here. <laughs> it ain't going nowhere. It ain't going nowhere. I look at it every morning. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Brandon, how 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 good do you think you're playing right now? How, how well do you think you're playing? Is the game at corner starting to slow down? Do you think you guys are sort of getting settled in um, with maybe this rotation a little bit? And, you know, the way that you and Danico have played the last, you know, couple ball games there, do you, do you feel like that's that's kind of you're settling in for really the first time in this defense? Um. Not really. I feel like I'm playing pretty, pretty. I'm playing pretty good, but I can play better. Um, I feel like we both at corner think that we can play better. I feel like we leave some plays out on the field at times. Feel me, like plays that we can make. Um, but I feel like I'm settling in pretty well. But I do feel like I've been settled in and been capable of doing what I'm doing. You're, you're, you've always been confident. Is your confidence growing? Do you feel like you're? With each yes, pass, yes, sir. That, that, that is growing. That is growing. At times, you feel me? I used to be kind of like unsure, iffy. But like I said, that goes back to film study. You know, just recognizing things when it happens and stuff like that. So I feel like it's it's kind of confidence, but it's also you know paying attention and like watching film stuff like that. Let's knock on some wood for this one, uh, T Matt, <laughs> because I've seen you play since you've been here. I've seen you play in practice, man. You like to hit, man. Uh, you do a really good job of it, and we want to knock on some wood here because we haven't had anybody ejected for targeting. I mean, we've done a really good job of, of leading with the shoulder pass. Slaughter had the big hit against Kentucky, led to uh, an interception. Uh, what do you guys work on uh, in practice to be able to still deliver big hits but not get yourself uh, in danger of being ejected from the game and missing some time? Uh, well... We start off every every day, beginning to end, we start off uh, hitting his pad. And what Coach focuses on, sometimes we go back and watch it in uh, our meetings. What he focuses on is your face up or is your face down. We even go back to the games to see, like, where are your eyes at. And it make like, that, I, that honestly, like, makes Martinez the maddest, like, when you, when he see you tackling, like, even if it's a good tackle, like, but if you're face down, like, he, he always said, like, it's dangerous. Uh, if you keep tackling like that, you like you can really seriously hurt yourself. So I feel like everybody have uh, listened to that, like because he preaches so much. 
Uh, he don't want nobody hurting their, you know, any neck injuries, stuff like that. So yesterday, exactly, he spoke. Just seeing what you hit, anyway. Like, just don't you don't want to be looking at the ground. You're going to hit somebody. You want to see what you hit, anyway. So yeah. What happened yesterday, Brandon? Uh, then he, that's when he was speaking on it. <laughs> going crazy. He don't play that. He don't play that. Yeah, he, they make they make him the hottest. Like he he really he'll get hot over that. Yeah, that's because he cares about you know you, you guys and making sure that you you don't hurt yourself. The long term it's more than just you know being ejected from the game but and just making sure that you that you're safe so uh that's that's really really good to hear all right guys let's let's take a quick time out and, and when we do that our viewers and our listeners get your comments in get your questions in for uh brandon turnage uh t-mac here to marianne mcdonald and uh we will ask the guys the good questions from you right here on tennessee prime is brought to you by gus's world famous fried chicken BrentHuggsBallQuest.com. Jason Swain here with you. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Tennessee Prime here on 991 D-Sports Animal and the BallQuest YouTube channel. Appreciate you joining us this Jason Swain here with you. Joining us tonight is defensive back Brand Turnage and uh, Tamaria McDonald, and uh, we want to take your questions. So get those questions in. We want to ask our guest to, uh, this evening your questions. So uh, from Andy, I think I pretty much know the answer from from you, McDonald. But Andy J wants to know how bad do you want a rematch with Georgia? Like you said, you already know the answer. Uh, very, all very, right, very all right, we'll keep it. I don't really we'll uh, keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep it moving. Wayne says star is definitely the hardest spot uh, in the secondary. Uh, in his opinion, you got to play the run and be able to cover fast slot guys and man. Do I feel like it's agree too agree with Wayne. I feel like it's too hard because it's in the secondary though. Okay, okay, because corner, corner ain't easy. <laughs> Especially when you to the field, you solo to the field. Oh, it's crazy. Corner is not easy, but 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 I do agree. It is the hardest. Star is the hardest. Yeah. I, I, I think the I think the slot I think the slot fade is the hardest route to cover yeah. uh, in football. You guys agree? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure. I just say I just say uh, Jalen Hyatt. You and Jalen Hyatt by yourself. That's how I exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so a lot of people think that to Marion that the star position is harder, but because it's more mentally taxing. Do do you think that people don't recognize the the physical demands that that position brings? You know, because there's so much talk about how you have to know everything at the star, but as you just mentioned, you may be down in the box in the run game where you got to take on a pulling guard, but then you might get in a in a in a slot fade route against a Four three slot receiver. I mean, is it tougher mentally or physically? I just say both, like, because mentally you got to know everything, and just physically, like, it's just a lot more space with where you at, where you lined up at. Like, no matter what, you like you you're in space. You know what I'm saying? The corners they like they lined up on the sideline. It's a lot of space, but like, you get what I'm saying? 
Go ahead, Brandon. It sounds like he's, he's yeah, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to cause risks here, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, I do agree. I feel like that position, it is, it is both mentally and physically tough to play. Due to having to cover fast guys, you feel me, having to come out, having to come out of coverage sometimes to come down and make a hit in the box on a big linebacker, I mean, on a big running back or something like that. So, yeah, I feel like, yeah, that position definitely has an edge. Uh, Andy J wants to know who is the hardest guy to cover on the team. <laughs> uh, that'll be well from my position. It'll be Jalen Hyde. Well, yeah, Jalen Hyde. Jalen Hyde. Or what about you, Brandon? You thinking about it? Yeah, Jalen Hyde. I think. I think. I think Brandon. We'll, we'll get Brandon's answer here in a, in a second. <laughs> Brandon had thought about it to the point he locked up, Jay Swain. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, he'll, he'll bounce back ahead, in just a second. Tamarian, I, I want to ask you about. Um, I want to ask you about some things, kind of off the the football field. What 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 do you do to get away from from the game? I mean, it's look. We, you've been on this show here for thirty minutes, and, and we're peppering you with every football question. These guys have football questions. What do you do to, to kind of veg out from football and get away from football? Do you want to get away from football? I mean, how do you how do you balance the life of football and, and just kind of being a, a normal student sometimes as well? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard to, but away from the game, I'm a, I'm a big family guy. So, um, and all, being in college, you don't really see your family that much. So, with the free time I do have, I try to call my mom. My little brother, my granny, just just talk about something, cause you know, just always since I'm not around them at the moment, so I just try to with my fam. I'm either talking to my family or yeah, some with football. Yeah, I'm talking to my family or some with football. So family. It, it, is your family the why? Is is that you know, coaches always talk about the why, why you play and why why the game's important to you is is it your family that that motivates you for the game or, or what is it about the game of football that drives you to continue to do what you do uh i just i just love football uh just seeing where it can where it can take you and yeah my fam my family is the wide boy but more so my little brother just showing him like that you can really if you focus and lock in on something that you want like you can really do it like no matter what so just showing him <laughs> McDonald, we got a lot of guys on the team from Memphis, man. Do y'all kind of band together? Do y'all walk around the complex and, and and together and let people know that Memphis is where all the talent is and in the state of Tennessee? Do you guys represent and feel like you know you you have Memphis on your back and you got to go out there uh, and, and put it down on the field on Saturdays? Yes, sir. You you would catch the the Memphis boys a lot if you were, if you were in the facility. So yeah, we pretty much. <laughs> If if we if we if it's not all of us, it's a couple of us together. So yeah, and we always. Does Brandon count? Does Brandon count? He like an hour and a half away, no, right? No, Oxford, no. Care. We talking about this all the time. I'm a sip boy. I'm from the sip. I'm from the sip. We talking about that all the time. Mississippi is not. No, no sir. I used to stay right down the street from T Mac High School, though. I used to stay in South Haven, probably like five, five, eight minutes away from his high school. <laughs> But 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 you're not you're not adopted is what you're telling me you're, nah. you're not adopted in. Nah. Brandon, I I asked I asked to Marion this. What do you do? 
I know your daughter is really important to you. Okay, she's been, watching it right now. She's watching. Is she really? Yeah, she's watching. Uh, and so, is that is that your why? And 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 why is what? Why is why is your daughter? Why why are you so close? And, and why is your daughter kind of motivating you the way that she's motivated you? Oh well, uh, I can say. Uh, okay, so I've been through a lot with football and stuff like that, and like how she comes up here like every Saturday how she interacts with like my teammates and like even just in ball walk and I see how excited she is all the time and she's always saying something like pick six that ass or um stop being stop being a crybaby that ass she just she's only one but she really says stuff like this she tells me stop faking like whenever I get hurt or something like that like it was a UT Martin game um I believe her mom told me that um, she told her that I was hurt and she said Get up, Dada. Stop faking, Dada. And it's just it's, it's little stuff like this, like that, like you know, if she can want me to get up, you know, and just do this and that, like, why can't I? You feel me? Because I know that she's looking up to me, and like that, I really make her happy. So I mean, I feel like that's my why. It got to be my why. That's why I get up every morning, and try to work as hard as I do. Man, that's cool. That's so, that's so cool. I saw you in action last year, uh, Terrence, when we did the locker room. That's Saw you in action with your daughter. Uh, just daughter, daddy day. And uh, oh, yes. cool to they let her come anywhere. They let her come anywhere she wants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she run the show. <laughs> she run the show. Hey, this this weekend is senior senior day. Uh, so for those guys that uh, have been leading leading this team, the, the the seniors, this is their last time in, in Neyland. Have you guys had any conversations with those seniors about what it's going to be like from an emotional standpoint? Uh, running through the tee for the last time, ball walk for the last time. Have you guys had that conversation yet this uh, this week? Uh, oh. You got Coach it. Banks. Well, Coach Banks, really, he's just been saying um, these are a lot of the, of the seniors' last game in Neyland. So, like, let's give them our all. Let's send them out on a good note. That's what we're going to do. That's what we want to do. Yes, sir. Brian, how did, how did you – you're from Oxford, Mississippi. How did you end up at two SEC schools other than Ole Miss? I got I to gotta know this story. <laughs> well, at first, it was really because, you know, I just wanted to get, like, get out of Oxford, you know, get away from home. And then this time, you know, it really just it really just kind of didn't play out that way. Like when I got in the portal or whatever. I mean, they had offered me when I was in the portal. But, you know, I didn't really see the serious interest. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I just I just came came here. <laughs> Glad to have you. And actually, have actually, you. it was crazy, crazy story. When I was at Bama, me and T Mac were texting through DM, and he had told me to come come up here, come come to Tennessee. Before I was ever in the portal, he just told me to come to Tennessee. So I was like, man, why not? So so basically, you, you're you're telling on T Mac for tampering. Nah, it ain't tampering. That was <laughs> <laughs> hey, not when you not hey, now when you live just down the street in South Haven, right? That's right, right, right. Yeah. right. The neighborhood boys, boys. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the total oh, man, neighborhood guys. Hey, um, Nugs wants to know, Brandon, if if you get beat on a play, is it more confidence or short memory that gets you ready for the next play? How how, how do you bounce back after you give up something? Short memory, like 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 this past weekend, I um I got beat on a, um, a post, which I was like right in the area or whatever. But I mean, there's nothing that I can do to go back and change that play. The only thing I can control is what I do the next play. So the next play mentality is like what kind of keep me 
you know, from getting distracted on something bad that happened before. Even when something good happened, you still got to have that short memory and just keep going. How hard is that to how hard is that to learn? Because I mean, I would imagine. I mean, it's, pretty, school, it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard to learn because, like, starting off early, like as a as a young guy, feel me. Say, for instance, you're a freshman, you come into the college, you get beat on balls and stuff in practice. It can kind of kill your confidence. So I feel like in order to grow, you have to learn how to you know just put it to the side and go to the next play, correct it in film, correct it in like extra work, practicing your footwork and stuff like that. I feel like that's where it all starts. Well, guys, awesome job tonight. We really appreciate the time. We're looking forward to seeing this football team play uh, at home for senior day against Mizzou. I know you guys are pumped up about a noon game. Get out there and play as soon as possible. Uh, Y'all were great this evening. So we're going to let you guys go. uh, Rest up. Go to sleep, whatever you do, and get ready for practice in the morning. Y'all were great, man. Thank you so much for y'all's time. Appreciate you. Uh, Thank y'all. Yeah, thanks very much. Appreciate it, guys. Tamara McDonald here and Brandon Turnage, both in the defensive backfield. McDonald playing the star position. Turnage has played it, now playing corner. We'll take a quick timeout, and we'll come back, wrap everything up right here on Tennessee Prime. Brent Hubs, Jason Swain. Tennessee Prime is brought to you by Gus's world-famous fried chicken. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back. Brent Hubs, Jason Swain here with you. Tennessee Prime is fried up every Tuesday here. Gus's world-famous fried chicken. World-famous recipe, the catfish. The sides are to die for. Get by there, Southern Avenue. It is good, good stuff. Look forward to going back to Gus's world-famous fried chicken. We were joined earlier by Brandon Turnage, also to Marianne McDonald. And, uh, Hubs, we've got a couple minutes left, about six minutes. And uh, I want to revisit the, the new rankings, college football playoff. Tennessee sitting at number five. Were you expecting um, tonight's kind of landing position for Tennessee, or are you a little bit surprised? No, I, I kind of thought they would be five, Jason. Um, I, and, I, and the reason I felt like they would be five is the, the talk out there about Tennessee getting blown out and, and how – you know, they were kind of routed and and Georgia could have scored as much as they wanted to. And kind of that narrative that you saw creep up nationally over the course of the, the 36 hours, 48 hours after the game. I think the other thing, too, is, look, this thing is a, it's a weekly evolving poll. If it doesn't move around, it doesn't generate discussion, right? If everybody says the same um, and you have very little movement, there, there's no real talk. Now, I think – you know, I think the interesting question is, how was Alabama ahead of TCU as a one-loss team last week, but Tennessee falls behind TCU as a one-loss team this week? I think it's a fair question. 
But you got TCU taking on Texas game days in Texas. ESPN's you know driving the the driving the the the, the public relations of all of the ranking stuff and and all those things. And you know the storylines are are what the storylines are. I think the beautiful thing for this for fans is it's all set up to take care of itself when you look at it. I mean TCU's got two difficult games left Texas on the road where they're an underdog and then they've got Baylor and then Michigan and, and Ohio state play each other. So for Tennessee, you, you got to go take care of your business. I, I'm personally not surprised they're five. I kind of thought that's where they would land. I would have been more surprised if they were four than, than five. I think personally, I don't know how you felt. Yeah. I mean, I look at, I look at Oregon uh, hubs and you know, Oregon has, they got some tough games too. They got to play Washington. I play Utah. Uh, they're going to play, uh, Oregon State, that that game always gets weird. Uh, then they'll play in the conference championship. There, so there's many opportunities for Oregon to to slip up. And I know they're behind Tennessee, but they could possibly, you know, jump Tennessee if they went out and, and win big. So uh, that that's that fear. I look at Michigan, Ohio State. They play each other. That'll work itself out. But I agree with you on TCU. I think um, there's opportunity for for. The Horn Frogs to fall, and if they do, you know, Tennessee is in a perfect spot. They can go out there and take care of business the next three weeks and, and do it convincingly um, for them to be right back in the, the top four. But you don't put the rankings out every Tuesday unless you want people to watch. You got to have a little bit of drama to it. So I do understand that too. Absolutely. Here's the one, here's the one thing I don't agree with that, that's kind of been thrown out there. And I know it's week, it was week one, and people don't put maybe as much stock in week one. But to me, you cannot compare Georgia's beatdown of Oregon to Georgia's win over Tennessee. The, 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 the Oregon win was in, in Atlanta on a neutral site, and that was an uncompetitive game, period. I mean, it was – I mean, Oregon did not – I mean, I thought Georgia could have scored 100 points in that game if they wanted to. Oregon had zero answers. Now, Oregon's got better. Bo Nix is playing much better. I give Oregon credit for their growth. But I don't think that a 48 nothing loss to Georgia in week one is the same as Tennessee going to Athens, Georgia, in a true playoff game and getting beat 27 to 13. I, I don't see the comparison that some of the national people are, are trying to make to act like Tennessee got beat as bad as Oregon did. It was the same thing, but Kirby called the dogs off. I, I don't I don't buy that one. I have a hard time. You, you can't sell me on that one that, that's being thrown out there. You got about two minutes left, Hubs. What, what do you want to see the the most this weekend? Maybe that we didn't see last weekend against Georgia. What do you want to see against Mizzou? Just clean it up, you know. Just 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 play with a little more poise and play uh, play in some offensive rhythm. You know, I, I thought they got a little bit out of rhythm um, in the third quarter against Kentucky. Maybe didn't have their greatest rhythm in the back half of that game offensively, and I thought it carried over a little bit with the crowd. So just get into an offensive rhythm, and then defensively. You know, just continue to grow. I mean, I I think the aggressiveness in the secondary is starting to creep up there, Jason. I'd like for that to continue out of those corners to continue to play tighter coverage with all the blitzing that they're doing up front because I think it'll give them a chance to make some more plays. Yeah, I want to I want to see um, I want to see us run some some intermediate routes uh, from the receiver position, make some catches, make guys miss. Uh, I think those one on one matchups you're going to see if you see Georgia again will be very, very important. Making those guys miss after the catch will be extremely important. I want to see us get to the quarterback. Uh, didn't do that against Mizzou. Got to get to the quarterback. Got to create some pressure. Uh, and it's always good when your DBs is getting their hands on the ball uh, and, and making plays. And special teams, 
you know, got to clean that part up too. Fielding it, we got, you know, we're young back there. So uh, I want to see that improve moving forward. And there's an opportunity. There's an opportunity to do that because I anticipate Mizzou to punt the ball. And I anticipate Tennessee having plenty of opportunities on offense uh, to make some plays as well. But you got to turn the page. And it sounds like these guys are, are doing that. Uh, obviously, it, it means a lot to them. You know, we was around this team after the game. You saw the hurt. Uh, for sure, but you still have to get ready for the next game, and uh, the next game is Missouri. Yeah, no doubt, and and eleven and one on the table is a big deal. I mean, this program's not been there, and and that's you talk about being back or 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 kind of planting your flag, if you will, Jason. To me, an eleven win season plants a flag, whether you're in the playoff or you're not in the playoff. That's a significant flag in the rebuild of Josh Heupel. So I think it's important that Tennessee gets there and you got to, the only way you can get there is to take care of a, take care of business at noon against Missouri on Saturday. And next Tuesday, we'll be here to talk about it on Tennessee prime. We'll have two players joining us from the football team. And we look forward to hearing your questions uh, as we peace out for this evening. This edition of Tennessee prime that is brought to you by Gus's world famous fried chicken. Make sure you get to vaultquest.com. Make sure you subscribe to their YouTube page. Check out all the work that they're doing. I'm Jason Swain. That's Brent Hubs. Have a blessed evening. Tennessee Lady Vols against Ohio State Buckeyes tonight. Make sure you tune in. Y'all have a great night. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.